are going to be after the this. The world's my but... oyster. <laughs> I love that. Hi, everyone, and welcome back to a new episode of No Country for Artists. Today, we'll have with us Tatiana. She's a Brazilian actress, dancer, singer based in New York City. Thank you for being here. <laughs> Thank you for having me. Of course. So, Tati, tell us, uh, what do you do in your life? Um, what's your passions and what's your dreams? What do I do? Well, I do many things. Um, I guess I came to the United States. Um, I'm currently in Florida. I live in New York um, to be a performer. Um, Where are you from? That's I'm from Brazil, Sao Paulo, Brazil. I've been in America for almost seven years, which is crazy. Wow. Uh, but yeah, I'm very American now. Some people say <laughs> I'm very American. Um, so I'm a performer. I would say I'm a singer, dancer, actor-ish. You know, <laughs> if I had to like classify myself. Um, yes. I love performing. I love engaging with the public. I love interacting with people. Um, my favorite things to do I guess that's why I, not that's why I became a performer but I guess that's one of the things that I like the most about being a performer it's um the live interaction and what you get from people when yes. you're singing or when you're dancing or whatever um I guess my goal seven years ago was to be on Broadway I'm not gonna say that it is a goal or it's not a goal anymore um right now I'm more of a if I'm able to be doing something creative in some way I, I like that instead of being like, I have to get to Broadway and I have to be on that stage. Um, I take, yes. I think it takes a little bit of the pressure of, Off, yeah. you know, the, the performing lifestyle because it's, it's pretty intense. So the whole, you go to auditions and you, you're like, yeah, no, we don't want you. We don't want you. Or like, yes, we want you. Um, but I think right it now is. my, my main um, I don't even know how to say that, but um, my main thing, it's like as long as I'm doing something creative and I'm able to create and, you enjoy. know, be happy, enjoy it, exactly, yeah. enjoy it, I'm happy. So, yes. Yeah. And I think, I think that's really great too, you know, like finding the joy on what we do, no matter the level oh, yeah. that we're doing Definitely. it to, you know? It's like, you don't necessarily have to be on a big stage with a huge audience to you know, feel satisfied. Sometimes, like, yes, it's great when you have, like, a huge audience and then you feel the energy, but, like, I don't know, even my my job, I work for Theater Mama, an experiential marketing company, and, like, I'm outside in Times Square a lot. Exactly. Do you want right to tell now, us? But, um, <laughs> yeah, do you want to tell us a little bit about Mama? Like, what how yeah, did sure. you get into it? Um, so, Theater Mama, it's an experiential marketing company. Um, we work with many things, but one of the big things that we do is street teams. So we promote Broadway shows, off-Broadway shows. Um, we also work with Cirque du Soleil. I don't know, whatever shows that we are promoting at the time. Um, and we hand out discounts or we hand out collateral, but mainly we take a little bit of the show and we bring it to the streets. Um, so we have costumes, we have kind of a, a script. So like you were able to create a character and engage with people. Um, that's literally my favorite part of the job. It's being able to interact with people from all over the world on a, like, performing, you know? Yes, way. and that's actually how we met, right? 
exactly. You Women gave me the job. <laughs> yes, I you gave wait, me wait, the job. I didn't give you the job. Um, yeah, I auditioned for it, and then I hired you. But true, you know, true. you earned it. You earned it. I was the one yes, that said you were yes. Like my mentor from the start. <laughs> oh, stop! That's so cute. Um, but yeah, that's how we met. And um, see, like that's the one of the things, like what I was talking about. Like you don't necessarily have to be on a big stage to feel like to be fulfilled I guess with the whole like performing energy um I love being out and just being in costume and not necessarily being myself while I'm promoting let's say Chicago or when we were promoting waitress you know you were able to just approach different characters and engage people and just perform and again it's not a conventional stage no exactly but you're like one-to-one with people so I think you also like Sometimes it happens that we're like girls super excited to go like see the show at night and they start like talking to you about oh, the show, yeah. about your life. Which is great. They start like, oh, they want to know. It's like, exactly. oh my God, how are you from, like, how are you from Brazil and you're here and like, oh my God, like, that's awesome. Exactly. No, exactly. So. Everyone is like super excited in like different ways because, you know, everyone is like dreaming about Broadway and like being in Times Square some kind of way makes you feel part of the community no matter what oh 100% like I remember the first time I went to New York that was 2010 I think or 2011 I don't know it was like (laughs) 10 years ago um and I remember and I tell the person I'm like I remember going to Times Square and I remember seeing you specifically you doing the job and being like so cool and then 10 years later I'm like working with that. you. Yes. And it's like, wow, full circle, like mind blow. You know, it's like. It's insane. Yeah, it's, it's insane. insane. We cross paths with people that, you know, might be working with us or just visiting or whatever. And like right now I'm here in Florida. You're in Italy. We're friends. And like yes. just the connections that you make with people. It's just like in the performing yeah world, through the arts in general through the yes, arts through the yes. arts exactly not necessarily like yes we met because of the job but I just think it's really yes. cool that we're able to do this yes I totally agree <laughs> I totally agree. and I feel like I feel like the bond that you create in our field sometimes lasts forever probably oh, because yeah. you see each like we see each other at our most vulnerable state girl how many you have times to, have like, you go? seen me cry I know and, exactly. like have a breakdown <laughs> and be like, let's exactly. eat Panda Express together. <laughs> Panda Express was the best. It was like uh, our ritual. Do you miss it? I do actually miss it. Um, I miss some food from America. I never thought I would, but I do miss some stuff. <laughs> That's so funny. That's really funny. It's like, yeah, I miss like not real Chinese food, but Listen, Panda Express is something else, but anyway. It is. It is. <laughs> Do you have any fun fact about, like, working oh. in Times Square to, like, tell us? I mean, I've seen cool stuff, like, people proposing, which is always cute. Um, yes. Or, like, the first time that someone comes to New York. And, like, I love when people are like, uh, excuse me, where's Times Square? And then you're like, <laughs> welcome. <laughs> um no, but there was something really crazy that happened, and I can't remember what it was, but it was, like, something, it was, like, insane. It was, like... I know. I, I call, like, Times Square, like, 
hell on earth. <laughs> just it is. It really is. Yeah. It's insane. I feel like if you never experience being in Times Square more than like two hours, you don't know how it actually is. Oh, no. And it's funny because like you kind of become part of it, which is like when I'm not working, not that I'm bothered about going to Times Square, but I'm like, I will avoid it. Oh, yes. <laughs> but when yes. I'm working, it's just like, no, I'm part of this. Like, I know the people. I know my ways around. It's just like, it's nice. You know, it's just like, I'm part of this. Like, I own this place. Like, I don't. Yeah. yeah the, yes. I do. the thing that <laughs> made me like, feel like I was like, part of it was going to the bathrooms at the Marriott in Times Square. <laughs> It's like, like, yeah, you need to know, know where the public bathrooms don't. are, you know, and you need to know, like, where you can get water. Yes, You know, it was sure. really cool that happened. I didn't see it personally, but do you know Nick Walinda, the guy that crosses on the, like, uh, the rope? Yes, yes. Do you know what I'm talking about? So he crossed yes. Times Square a couple months ago. That was really cool. Really? That was really cool. And like the the rope, one of the attachments of the rope was actually attached on like our building. Oh wow. Yeah, so like you could so really where did he see cross? it. Like where so did he cross? He, he crossed from um 42nd Street. Don't know exactly what building, but like 42nd Street. And then the end of the rope was on 47th Street. So like literally the whole like time wow. square, like yes. area. Um so that was really cool that happened wow not super crazy like Like, oh my god like look at all these naked people in times square but like it was (laughs) no but like yeah no exactly exactly i think like you can't really see it like every day it's something really like special that happens oh yeah definitely yeah so another question that i like to ask during like this crazy time is how you're how you're dealing with quarantine um so, you know, when you're like, oh, my God, I'm so busy. I have no time to do anything. Like, I wish I could sleep. That's exactly what I'm dealing with this. It's like, wow, I have all this time. Like, I can actually sleep past 7 a.m. if I want to, which is great. Yeah. I'm like. I know. I know. What? Sometimes, like, we need the rest. It's so crazy. And, like, even I think it was, like, Sunday, I guess. I don't even know the days anymore. But, like, I woke up super, not super late, but I woke up at, like, 9 I went to sleep at maybe 1130. So I got a good, you know, a good amount of sleep. And then I'm like watching TV, which is something I never do. Like you don't realize how much you don't do things that you not necessarily want to do, but maybe you need to do just like, you know, laying on the couch and watching something on TV or like reading a book or whatever. And then I wake up 30 minutes later and I'm like, how am I even taking a nap right now? Like (laughs) I slept so much. Um, No, I feel like that when you start resting, then your body, it's like, I want more. I want more. It's like you're collapsing and and it's just like, you realize that like you actually need and like being able to breathe. I know. know. It feels like it's almost like, something our body is not used to do anymore no no, because we're all like we have to do with this we have to do this and i feel like probably as a whole like the human race needed a break oh just to get back to who we were you know like i feel like 
at home, we're cooking homemade food, we're just like spending time with family. And I don't know, I feel like it's almost like something that we lost. Yeah, because sometimes you, like give, so you give priority to things that not that don't don't are not necessarily the priority, but sometimes you just like you lose yourself in the middle of the chaos. That's me, like my social scientist, you know, side being like, there's yes. chaos, and then you lose yourself, and then you have to find yourself. Um, but it's so true, though. Like it's so true. Um, I think it's a really good metaphor. Yeah, no, and I think it's nice because like the society and I guess the society, the world, whatever, have so many expectations about like everything. So like you have to do this. You like by when you're whatever, 30, you have to be, well, not anymore. The whole, like you have to be married with kids, but like you need to make a certain amount of money. And like, you have to be able to like pay your bills, have to be this like strong person all the time. And I think that now, Yes, we are being, in a way, forced to stop and breathe, but to reconstruct yes. the way of, like, living, you know? Yeah, no, I, I know. I totally, I totally agree with you. Um, I feel like it made us understand how easy it is to just lose everything or... It's like how things can change super, yeah, super fast. So like, probably, I feel like um, something that our society kind of um, started doing is like living in the future, like really like thinking about what's gonna happen, what will happen. I'm doing this because something has to happen. Like, yeah, I, I'll never be satisfied because until I get there, yeah. I want, and then we forget to enjoy the moment living at the moment exactly and I feel like I've been I did it I did it a lot and I don't want to do it anymore like I feel like almost now that I'm thinking back about it I feel like I lost so much time because I thought about what I had to be instead of being who you are and what I was what you are yeah yes so I think that I don't know I think that's what I've been doing during quarantine it's just like actually taking the time and you know talking to people that I like trying to reconnect with people that I don't necessarily speak that much and checking with friends and checking with family um watching a lot of tv shows that I always want to watch and I never have the time to do it um yes you know? and I think that's self-care too you know oh yeah sometimes you just need it definitely like not putting makeup on. Well, I have makeup on today, but, you know, it was a special occasion. It's fine. <laughs> so I'm in Florida, right? My parents live here. So I've been with my parents for a month now. Haven't lived with my parents in seven years. <laughs> like I speak, it's, I understand. Um, you move back home, like after a while. Yes. So you get it. Um, not for choice, so, not like, not for my choice, but. Yeah. Um, I mean, a lot of my parents, <laughs> we get along really well. It's great. Same. But. Moral of the story, um, I speak Portuguese to them, right? I don't really speak Portuguese anymore. Like, my first, like, my main language and my main sort of communication became English, which is great. Like, some people are like, oh, yeah, you do have an accent. Like, you have a slight accent. Some people are like, oh, you don't even sound like you're from Brazil because your accent is so good. And I'm like, yes, I know I have an accent. I appreciate it. Um, 
but like I speak Portuguese maybe like twice a day, you know, like when I'm on the phone with my parents. But now that I'm speaking Portuguese all the time, sometimes it's like not hard because I, I still speak English more than Portuguese, but I get it. It's like, oh, wow. I feel like, I don't know. I need to move my mouth more. I'm like, eh, 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 you know? Yes. Yes. It's like, it's like, uh, for me, I feel like when I like starting like talking in Italian all the time, I was still thinking in English. So, like, Italian words weren't coming up. But now that I speak Italian all the time, I do still speak in English very often because I teach English to kids. Yeah. And then I go to, like, classes for acting in English to keep yeah. up with it. Like, I call my friends all the time. But still, like, some, I don't know, like, words that you say, like, slang words or... That words like, that you uh, never like really yeah or like words that you never really use it until you like unless you actually, are in a place yeah. where they speak English um and then when I have to make a conversation and that word comes up I'm like why I knew it like I knew it all the time and now I can't think of it anymore yeah and no I get it I totally get it it's, it's frustrating crazy. a little um that's why I can't wait to move to London because I'll be talking in English all the time again But then you're and gonna get an accent, still, and it's gonna be so cute. Do you think you're gonna get a I, British I'm, accent? I mean, I'm trying to get a British accent just because it would help with audition and stuff. Yeah, that makes sense. You know, because I mean, they audition a lot with American accent over there. Like, I kind of like uh, try to understand if it was something that I could still use or not. And they actually teaches a lot because there are a bunch of uh, American productions that cast mm -hmm. in the UK, but still, like, I have to learn the British accent, and it's so hard. It's, like, really super hard, and yeah. I'm a little scared of learning it because I'm also scared of losing my American accent, that it's not... Girl, I relate. 100%, Don't like, you know, Yeah. Um, I'm going to be, like, a mix of Italian-British English. Fine. It's, like, when people <laughs> ask me, like, oh, wait, um... Because your name is Tatiana, which is a Russian name, right? And then I'm from Brazil. Um, I'm actually half Brazilian, half Argentinian, like, officially. Like, I have dual citizenship, which is great. Um, and then yes. people are like, wait, so you're from Brazil, but you're half Argentinian. You have a Russian name, a German last name, and you're Jewish. But you live in New York, and you speak English, like, mainly. And then you speak so English, what Portuguese, you? <laughs> Spanish, and, like, a little bit of Hebrew. So, like, what exactly are you? And I'm like, that's me. Exactly. <laughs> Hello. <laughs> and I feel like um, when I was in New York, I think you can understand if I say something like that. It's always, like, they have to put you in a box. Like, even yes. as a background uh, or, like, culture-wise, They have to know what you what are. What you are. And it's like, do you identify as, like, Latino? Or are you Caucasian? Like, what are you? And I'm like, um, I'm both. Yeah, exactly. And, like, for <laughs> me, for example, I'm, like, I'm Italian. But, and, and, like, my country is in the middle of the Mediterranean, right? Like, mm -hmm. in the yeah. middle of the sea. Mm -hmm. And we are the only country that can call ourselves Mediterranean. I mean, for example, I can call myself Mediterranean because I do not have olive skin or, like, darker hair. Um, and that's a little confusing, too, because you don't want to, like, come across as 
politically incorrect. But at the same time, you're like, it's almost like I lose my identity because I thought I was something. And then like, I don't know who I am anymore because mm -hmm. they have to know who you are. And at first I saw like my accent and the fact that I can speak multiple language and stuff like that as like a problem sometimes, you know, mm -hmm. like, oh my God, like I can only be this or I can only be that. And now I'm like, I don't give a shit anymore who I am and I'm gonna be proud of who I am no matter what. Like, it doesn't mean that I'm less talented than somebody else. Yeah, I'm gonna no, be totally. work harder just to like, you know, get the accent right, but I'm gonna do my best to. Oh yeah you know, like, be competitive exactly. or stuff like that. But um, yeah, I know I feel like uh, sometimes it plays um, a big thing on like identity mm -hmm. when you're um, an immigrant, just to understand who you are. And especially in our yeah. field, you know, where they always have to know what you can do, who you can be, you know? And that's the great thing about acting and performing because yes. you don't necessarily have to be what you like quote unquote consider yourself like exactly yes, exactly there's the whole like you know typecasting situation like oh yeah we're looking for someone who's like six two and like blonde blue eyed or african-american or whatever but that's the beauty of performing because if you don't have to check the boxes and you do have the ability to become someone else like you do it yes totally totally I think I think like you you just have to put yourself out there and because also like you don't know what they're actually looking for like sometimes I feel like I put limits on myself saying like yeah like I'm not even gonna try for this audition because I know they won't cast me or like yeah I'm not pretty enough I don't feel I'm good enough but then like I was talking to like somebody the other day and they're like how like how do you know that that's what they're looking for like maybe that's what you see and what you think about yourself but that's not necessarily what other people think about you yeah no that's that's so true thank you so much for sharing all of this like i really really appreciate it of and i course. missed you a lot girl i got you so it was that such was a pleasure <laughs> i don't even remember what the I'm questions were we just like went this way to go back this way and then Exactly. Like, I know it's, it's really a conversational and I think that's the good part of it. It's just like sharing, you know, oh, uh, yes. and like talk, talk about life. Um, so since this is a podcast mm -hmm. that like promote artists yes. a little and like tell their stories and stuff, do you want to like share anything with us? Yes. I this is Girl From Ipanema, Garota de Ipanema de Tão Jobim. Olha que coisa mais linda, mais cheia de graça Ela menina que vem e que passa Num doce balanço a caminho do mar Moça do corpo dourado, do sol de Ipanema O seu balançado é mais que um poema É a coisa mais linda que eu já vi passar Ah porque estou tão sozinho Ah, porque tudo é tão triste Ah, a beleza que existe A beleza que não é só minha Que também passa
sozinha Ah, se ela soubesse que quando ela passa O mundo inteirinho se enche de graça E fica mais lindo por causa do amor Por causa do amor Por causa do amor Thank you so much everyone for tuning in. I hope you enjoyed it. I can't wait to have you on for next episode. So stay tuned.